Good morning, good afternoon, and good evening. My name is Tracy, and you're listening to Tracy Talks. Some days ago, someone approached me online through one of the expat Facebook groups I'm on and said to me, and I quote, I want to be your friend because you're black. Now, being the token black friend without meaning to is already hard enough, but when a complete stranger says that the color of your skin is the only reason that they want to be your friend, then I'm not really sure whether to take that as a compliment or an insult. After living here in Norway for a year and a half, I'm used to being the only black person surrounded by white people. But it also means that I have to become the representative for pretty much every single black person in the world. So if something happens and it involves a black person, I'm usually the one that gets the questions. Unfortunately, I'm the worst representative for black people because I'm an Oreo. So the joke's on you. If you're a token black friend, write to me on Twitter at Tracy Jacobson and let me know your experience. Also remember to like, comment and subscribe. You can find Tracy Talks anywhere podcasts are available. Don't forget to leave a rating on iTunes if that's your platform of choice. And you can also find me on Instagram and Twitter at Tracy Jacobson. That's T-R-A-C-I-J-A-K-O-B-S-E-N. The J sounds like a Y because it's Norwegian. Okay, so on to film and television. There are some fantastic films coming out this year. So today I'm gonna walk you through what I believe to be some of the most anticipated films of 2017. These are in no particular order. First up, we have a fairy tale about a monstrous looking prince and a young woman who fall in love. Sounds kind of scary, but I'm talking about Beauty and the Beast. I used to watch the Disney animation all the time when I was a kid. I remember singing along to be our guest. You take a glance and then you'll be our guest. We our guest, be our guest. And of course, the Beauty and the Beast theme song. Taylor's old as time. True as I was ecstatic when Disney announced that Emma Watson would be playing Belle. And if you've been following the news of the upcoming film, you'll know that Watson has added a little more to the smart, brave, and adventurous Belle by insisting to the producers that Belle have a career as an inventor in this live-action adaption. Beauty and the Beast hits theatres in mid-March. Both a little scared, neither one prepared, Beauty and the Beast. Chris Pratt and Zoe Saldana are back with the second installment of Guardians of the Galaxy. If the soundtrack this time is anywhere as good as the original film, then I already love it. This time the team of unlikely superheroes continue their adventures as they try to find the mystery of Peter Quill's true parentage. You can expect lots of action, laughs, and maybe even a little bit of romance. Guardians of the Galaxy will be in theatres towards the end of April and early May. Now, whatever you do, don't push this button. Because that will set off the bomb immediately and we'll all be dead. Now, repeat back what I just said. I agree. No! No, that's the button that will kill everyone! Wonder Woman, Aquaman, The Flash, Superman, and Batman come together for Justice League. 
to be honest, I don't have much hope for this film. I think that DC are trying really hard to be like Marvel and they're failing miserably. DC is like that kid on the playground that keeps tripping on his own shoelaces. And this clip from the trailer illustrates just how much on the outs they are. I'm putting together a team, people with special abilities. You see, I believe enemies are coming. Stop right there. I'm in. You are? Just like that? Yeah, I... I need friends. DC needs friends. So I'm gonna be a friend of DC. But with all that being said, Jason Momoa is playing Aquaman and we'll get to see a lot more of Wonder Woman in Justice League. Therefore, these are two very important reasons to watch this film. Justice League doesn't hit cinemas till November, so there's still plenty of time. Hugh Jackman returns to the big screen as Wolverine and this time it will be the last time. The film Logan follows the storyline of the Old Man Logan comic books where we see Wolverine in his old age slowly becoming human. If you've seen the trailer, then you'll know that it's an emotional film that follows Logan as he takes care of the ailing Professor X. Here are the first few moments of the official trailer of Logan. Logan, what did you do? Charles, the world is not the same as it was. Mutants. They're gone now. I hurt myself. A new mutant is also introduced, though not much has been revealed about her except that she's supposedly just like Logan. I myself cannot believe that this will be the last time I will see Jackman as Wolverine. Catch Logan in theaters on March 1st. Marvel is also releasing the next installment in Thor's storyline. I have brought you an expert to announce the name of this film because I have no idea how to say it. Hello, expert. Hello, not so expert. So tell us about this film. What is it called? The movie is called Thor Ragnarok. Ragnarok basically translates as doomsday in Norse mythology and the premise is that a whole bunch of people are in danger and gods, lots of people and gods. So Thor's life is in danger. And if Thor dies, then we all die. And then they have to start all over again. So if we start all over again, then I can be a god? No. The release dates for this film are a bit weird though, because according to IMDb, Thor Ragnarok will be released in Norway on July 28th, but it doesn't get released to the rest of the world till the end of October. I'm not sure what's going on there, but I'm definitely going to be looking into that. So these are some of the films I'm most looking forward to this year. Clearly it's a very small list, so if you have any films to recommend that people should be looking forward to, then hit me up on Twitter at Tracy Jacobson or on my Facebook page, Tracy Talks. Moving on to our next segment, which is the feel-good song of the week. This week, I implore you to channel some Whitney Houston. The song of the week is the upbeat, I Wanna Dance With Somebody. In my opinion, it's impossible to listen to the song without at least singing along, but it's even better if you dance, even just a little bit. Oh, I 
I don't have the best voice in the world, but singing along to Whitney Houston kind of makes me feel like I do. Earlier on today, I mentioned that I am an Oreo. But what is an Oreo, you ask? The term Oreo is slang for a black person who is perceived as white in their characteristics. Other slang terms include coconut and bounty, the chocolate bar, not the hunter. A lot of people take these terms offensively, and I understand why, but for me, I embrace it because, to be honest, it's true. Being an Oreo does not mean I disregard the cultures, attitudes, behaviors, or characteristics of my own race. In my opinion, being black is relative. A black person from the US does not have the same background or experience as the black person from the UK, who in turn does not have the same experience as a black person from Kenya. Yes, we all share the same skin color, but we're not all of the same characteristics or behaviors or cultures. For example, a man, who I will now call John, once mistook me as American. He then went on to assume that I was also from a low-income family from the ghetto, and that I was one of those success stories of black people escaping poverty. John then went on to ask me about what it is like living in the ghetto. I tried to explain to him that not only was I not from the ghetto, but I wasn't even American and that I really don't know the first thing about ghettos in the US. Now, if you ask me about ghettos in Kenya, then I can tell you a thing or two about them, but I also have no experience on that topic, so I'm still not the best person to speak about it. Another example is Black History Month. This is usually observed in the US, Canada, and UK, and last year I was asked how I felt about Black History Month. Personally, I think it's a good initiative, but I also feel like it's very westernized. I don't celebrate Black History Month, but not because I'm not proud of the black men and women who have accomplished so much in the past. I simply don't celebrate it because I don't feel the need to have a reason or a limited amount of time to celebrate my race. I celebrate being black every single day. I am constantly educating myself about the amazing people of color and not just black people, but all people of color. The US and Canada will be celebrating Black History Month next month. And I encourage you all, regardless of skin color, to participate. One thing that I'm usually called an Oreo for, even though I don't believe it is a good reason to be called an Oreo for, is the way I speak. My accent is not reserved for white people. And I still don't understand how, when fully grown men and women who I have only had conversations with on the phone, when they finally meet me in person, they exclaim, you're black, you sounded so white on the phone. 
No one to this day has ever been able to tell me what a white person sounds like. We just seem to have this massive misconception that only white people can sound a certain way and that that way is the right way. I've seen kids in the middle of Nairobi trying to change the way they speak so they can sound white because apparently that's better. It's absolutely ridiculous. There is nothing wrong with a Kenyan accent, just like there is nothing wrong with a French accent. But for some reason, when a French person speaks English, it's sexy. When a Kenyan person speaks English, it's bad or backwards or wrong. Double standards, people. Learn to recognize them. It has taken me a long, long time to embrace and be proud of who I am. I am a black woman from Kenya. Sometimes I speak with a British accent, and sometimes I speak with an American accent. Most times, though, it's a mixture of both, and I love it. I'm an Oreo, and I am not ashamed of that. So the next time you hear someone with an accent that isn't common, go ahead and tell them that they sound good, that they sound beautiful, because trust me, minorities with accents don't hear that often enough. Thank you, ladies and gents, for listening to this week's episode of Tracy Talks. I absolutely love hearing from you guys, so feel free to drop me a line on my Facebook page, Tracy Talks. You can also write to me on Twitter and Instagram at Tracy Ackleson, or you can even email me on caribbeanorge at gmail.com if that's what you're into. That's K-A-R-I-B-U-N-O-R-G-E at gmail.com. Do not forget to subscribe, like, and comment. Tracy Talks can be heard anywhere, absolutely anywhere podcasts are available share it with your friends so that nobody feels left out nobody wants to be like the dc films and tv shows until next week cheers this show is produced by me tracy Atkinson. the music is also by me Tracy Jacobson. Everything is by... Okay, no, seriously. It's not all by me. It is produced by me. The music is mostly from the freemusicarchive.com. The music from I Want to Dance with Somebody is obviously by Whitney Houston, not mine. We've also got music from Beauty and the Beast, which is not mine. That is Disney's music. And there's some clips here and there from Justice League, Guardians of the Galaxy, and Logan. That is also not me. I just do all the talking. So, yeah, just putting that out there. 